All right, folks, good afternoon. Welcome to Average Joe's. Today we have one of our biggest stars in the podcast network. We have Jacob. Hello, Introduce hello. yourself. My name is Jacob. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here? You excited? Yes. You don't, you don't seem excited. I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah the, know. I'm very excited. Right, there you go. That's better. Ow. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so today's topic, The Invisible Man. I just went and watched that movie, man. I gotta, I'm just going to jump right into it, man. I loved it. Okay. Why did you love it? It was different. All right, so let me, let me before that, I heard that um, Universal wanted to do like a universe with the monster. So like, you know, Dracula, okay. uh, the mummy, uh, the Invisible Man, and I don't know who other, you know, a bunch of other monsters. Sounds like Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but I don't know that... I don't think it played out very well. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, uh, The Dracula. Um, can't remember. It Black was and a, White? No, no, no. It was a recent movie where they kind of made it... Tom Cruise. No, not Tom Cruise. That was a mummy. Okay. He made the mummy. But there was another one, Dracula Untold, I believe. Okay. Um, can't remember the, the guy, the actor right now. But anyway, so... But they did tell it. You said Dracula Untold. Yeah, Dracula Untold. <laughs> uh, you got, see, I see you got jokes. All right, all right. <laughs> So, anywho, so they I guess they attempted to make a like a monster universe, and I don't know if this is part of it. I don't know if this is, will be part of it. It can be. It can be. Um, but anyhow, so let's about the movie. I loved it. Okay, so you asked me why. Picture quality was awesome. The script was great. Explain I, picture quality. Picture quality. I mean, just the cin- cinematography. Okay. Which is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. I mean, the shots that were taken, I mean... The angles, the angles, the everything. And the, I mean, even the acting itself. I mean, that's a whole different thing. But I mean, just the picture quality. I mean, just the cinem- cinematography, which is excellent done. Spot I mean, on. Spot on. I mean, great. Um, you, you can really see that they took their time doing, you know, the whole cinematography. I mean, it was just beautifully done. Um, that's number one. And then I love how they... On, on the picture quality, I mean, the shots that we're making, I mean, it kind of, you were kind of getting ready for like a jump, you know, for they like, set you know, you yeah, they set you up for it. I mean, just, story yeah, no moments. talking, just, I mean, just as a, the picture quality, I mean, it just kind of like had you and then okay. nothing happened and then something happened and it's like, oh my gosh, I mean, you were just kind of like on, on the edge of your seat. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty As cool. it should be. Yeah, as it should be. I mean, that's what I was great. Um, that's good entertainment. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, you know, the, the acting. Everybody was spot on. Uh, what's the name of that lady? Uh, the actress? She's on uh, The Handmaid's Tale. That's right. Um, Netflix show. What's her name? She's doing a lot of great stuff. Elizabeth Moss. That's her name. And, man, I got to tell you, man. I got to give it to her. I mean, her acting was... Wow. It was great, man. It was Why really, was it really great? great? How was she a great actor in this movie? Um, she had to do a lot... I mean, there was a lot of solo... Um, scenes, okay. and she did great, man. And all and everything. I mean, she nailed it. I mean, she she sold, you know, the suspense, the thriller. I mean, just the intensity of the whole uh, script. It was it was awesome, man. It was pretty great. So, I do recommend people, you know, to watch it. If you don't want to watch it in big screen, um, I would recommend definitely. You know, that's a good red box movie. Okay, I mean, so give me like a, a give me a synopsis. Uh, what are we looking at? What's the storyline? Yeah. So basically, it's simple. Uh, she's been abused by her, by like a boyfriend. Um, Cecilia. She, Cecilia, that's right. So she's, I guess, you know, the. you can tell right away that 
she wants to get out. And right from the get-go, I mean, she wants to get out of the house. She does. And uh, this guy, the, the boyfriend, finds out a way to become invisible. Okay. And then he starts torturing her in a, in a maniac way. Okay. You know, he does really horrible things. And you can kind of see that. I mean, she, he, he kind of sets her up to be crazy. Does and he so, leave her his, his fortune? Yeah. Yeah, so he—that's part of the whole. I don't want to give a, you know too much spoilers on the on, right now, but uh, he leaves her you know with a good chunk of money, five, five million bucks. She doesn't need him. I know. I mean, I was like, man, I'd take that. That's cool. But anyhow, so yeah, he leaves her with a, like a bunch of money, um, with a contingency though that she doesn't uh, commit any criminal acts of okay. any kind, and that's kind of what uh, he's trying to set her up. Oh. And so. Anyway, so she, she's able to find out. I mean, all her friends are like, you know what? Your boyfriend's dead because that's what happens. So the boyfriend dies, uh-huh. and that's why he leaves her Spoiler. that money. I'm sorry. I, I got to give it. I got to give some. But anyhow, so um, he dies. He leaves, you know, he leaves her the money uh, with that contingency. Uh, but then he starts doing all these horrible things, and then she kind of seems crazy with her friends because, I mean, they're like, you know what? He's dead. You Is know. she crazy, though? That's what you got to that's why you gotta go to the movies. I mean, I don't know. Is she she crazy looks great, crazy. Yeah, she looks crazy. So that's what I'm saying. Like many of the solo scenes, you know, where she's like, "Oh my gosh," she, I mean, she sells it pretty good. Um, good actor. Yeah, good actress for sure. And um, I won't give any any more, but I mean, that's kind of like the the synops- synopsis of it. So it's pretty great. I think you should see it. I don't think um, I believe this is a PG-13 movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, can't remember if it's rated R or not. Did the movie scare you? It did. Yeah. It did. Had it did. I mean, because we're talking about an invisible man, so a lot sure. of the the shots, it felt like there was like a demon. Okay. And so we're like, oh my gosh, it had that like paranormal activity type of thing. Okay. That poltergeist. Yeah. Um, it had the slasher, you know, kind of you know feel to it. Uh, later so on in the scene. So you could feel the intensity in a scene, but you couldn't see everyone. Yeah. Right? It makes uh, it's a different feel. Yeah, it's a different feel. Original, and I think what was great also about this movie is that they they didn't la- elaborate much on the on how he became invisible, how he he came up with that formula. Okay. Because um, I've seen other movies with you know with with that type of you know uh, storyline, and they but spend we don't too want, much we don't time. need to know everything. Yeah, we, they spend too much time on like oh we created this formula and that's how I got invisible and this and that and leave that for the writers. Yeah. Just tell us a good story. Yeah, just tell us a good story. And I mean, I think this one just kind of jumped right into it. He's invisible. He ran away. You come up with whatever you know, you know whatever theory you want to. Let me use my yeah, imagination. Me, just tell me a good story. Yeah. So I mean, that's nice. I think that's what's great. So I recommend that for everybody. So any movies I'm you would recommend, man. Movies I would recommend. I would recommend 1917. 1917. I've i heard that a lot. I've heard uh, you know I've seen it on the uh, on the TV and commercials and stuff like that. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't gotten out to it. But so but tell us a little bit more about it. It's a movie about 1940. I'm just kidding. It is <laughs> 1917. So a British officer. Uh, he may be enlisted. He is asked uh, to. Uh, take uh, by hand, take o- orders to a platoon, okay. and uh, the order is that they should stand down, that the Germans are uh, baiting them, uh, setting them up. 
they believed that they had the upper hand on the Germans when in fact they did not. Hmm. And he had to go tell uh, a uh, officer in charge to stop the uh, the forward march of uh, the the British like to, to save yeah, okay. to save their lives. So, uh, so you spoke of cinematography in in uh, the Invisible Man. Cinematography was uh, stellar. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard stellar. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you start with that uh, enlisted soldier, uh, him and one other. Uh, they meet as it begins. They have their orders, and they go out, and uh, they are. You follow them. It's as if it's one take throughout the whole movie, okay. and yeah, uh, you follow them through all of uh, the danger of war and the questions. So just kind of like war. their own perspective, like their point of view. Their so point they, of view. they don't give the whole storyline of the whole you know they war. Don't. I guess it's just kind of like their own storyline. You you put that together as you watch it. Okay. Right? So you get to make up your mind about the character of uh, that you're you're watching them, and that you're not given too much up front. Uh, you know it's 1917. <laughs> uh, you know that uh, you know this is an intense war. Uh, there will be casualties. There will be loss. Uh, there will be questions. However, the a brother of one of uh, the soldiers is in the uh, group that the orders are going to. So his life can be saved hmm. if they get there in time. And I forget the time uh, frame. It's like 48 hours is all they oh, have. Wow. So that's a pretty narrow window for that. A narrow window, and they have, it's a long distance through uh, the front line. Wow. And <clears throat> so the likelihood of success is low from the beginning, Jeez. but they they have a lot of heart and <clears throat> determination to uh, do right by their people and fight their cause and follow orders. Wow. So I understand from this movie, I mean, there's like a star-studded movie. They have a bunch of good, really good actors like Richard Madden, who was on uh, Game of Thrones. We have uh, Dean Charles Chapman, I think one of the, I think he's one of the main characters. He was on Game of Thrones. We have Benedict. Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah. He's uh, Doctor Strange, famously known by Doctor Strange. Uh, we have Colin uh, Colin Firth, Andrew Scott, and Mark Strong. I mean, it seems like you know pretty uh, star-studded, you know, movie. So the the main uh, the main actor actors uh, I haven't seen them in uh, especially a, a large budget film right uh, before. So, I, I, but I appreciated very much uh, their acting. It was. Uh, their their characters are believable. Their struggle is believable. Right. Good acting. Now, just to, uh, for the uh, for the people, is this based on a true story or is it just kind of like? A... It is based on a true story. It's I believe it was uh, journals that they had from the participants. So okay. these are real people. Okay. Um, I believe there was some literary. Because uh... I heard it was kind of like you know part of like the based on a. I guess, you know, journals and stuff like that kind of, you know, they kind of made up a story. I mean, not made up a story, but I mean, um, came up with, you know, this type of, you know, character of the Battle Man and, you know. I would consider like it a historical fiction. Right. Right, because they didn't have all the details. Right. They made things up, uh, but it was all based on uh, journals. Right, right. Right, right. right. Yeah. So uh, these, uh, the, the 
main characters are uh, people that went through uh, what we see uh, that plays out in right. the movie. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. That's cool. So we got two movies for you guys to recommend. We got 1917 um, and Invisible Man. And this, I don't. I think 1917 still when it came out, I believe it only um, showed in you know a few theaters in across the United States. It wasn't like you know worldwide. Um, you know, spread, but I think right now it's still on playing on mo- on the theaters. Yes. Um, so I recommend that. I took that my boys uh, recently to the theater and it's still playing. Still playing, right? Yes. Yeah, depending on where you are. But anyhow, any other movies that you would recommend uh, for the people for you know to watch maybe over the weekend, staying at home, um, you know, kind of chill for a little bit. Sure. It? There's uh, there's a movie. I mean, on a personal note. Uh, there aren't a lot of uh, movies that um, explore mental health. And Ooh. Joker, Joker uh, adequately describes the struggle of an individual that uh, lives with uh, mental illness. Right. And uh, the, love the film, love the film. I, it's, it's dark. It's dark. It's a different Joker from you know what we saw from Christopher Nolan. It's not playful. Yeah, it's not a playful uh, Joker. This is this is a distressed uh, character that uh, is misunderstood, and he also misunderstands many things. Right. Uh, he doesn't really know his place, and he. Uh... Right. I mean, I think. I mean, I've seen the movie, and I think that. You're right. There isn't a lot of movies that touch about you know mental health issues and stuff like that. And this way, this way, I mean, with the Joker, I mean, it was just I think it's perfect for the character. Um, I agree. Just because I mean, on the comics, you kind of see you know um, the Joker. You know, he goes through some has some mental issues, but I don't think it has never been explored this way. This is a different touch. Yeah, it, this was a completely different uh, take on the Joker, and I think that's what made it darker. That's what made it sinister. What I mean, it just made it a little bit disturbing because of his mental issues and his delusions and, you know, what he, what goes through, you know, through his mind. It's also edgy. Uh, they explore the idea that uh, an individual medicated is, is uh, stable. Stable for this character was difficult. Uh, stable allowed him to carry on as a clown Uh, he didn't feel fulfilled Uh, he felt lost and lonely Uh, he and then later in the film uh, spoilers spoilers uh, (laughs) it's all right i mean we're diving in yeah well i mean joker has been out it's been out so yeah so it's all right if you haven't seen joker i mean it's your fault so (laughs) that's right that's right uh do see it and Further exploring the the character of Joker, and uh, towards the end, they we see an individual that stops taking medication and finds clarity about himself. That's a dangerous move. So mm-hmm. it was it was bold to present the story that way. Um, but it worked. It 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 worked. It also brought up more questions. I mean, he be, he started to kill people, and he felt good that he was killing bad people. So well, what he, that's a paradox. What, right, what he thought it was, they're, they're bad people, right? That's right. Some were legitimately bad people. 
Uh, however, from his point of view, that's fair. It right. was from his uh, point of view. However, that that's that's uh, the direction that the the film takes us in. It's we see things from his perspective, not unlike 1917. Right. That same <laughs> idea. Uh, you you see the world from that, uh, this character's point of view. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, and beyond that, I mean, I think um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, just did a great job. I mean, man, his acting, man, on the Joker, I mean, the, all the way that he, you know, had to lose and everything, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, but yeah, so you recommend that for the weekend then. So for those people that haven't seen the Joker, I mean, it is it is a good movie. It's pretty dark. Uh, this won't be your regular comic um, DC that character this is a different spin on it but it worked it was beautifully done um robert de niro being on the movie as well i mean he i, I love this part i love you know especially the third act when the joker becomes a joker i guess in a sense and as a father i feel responsible to say hey kids don't follow the character arthur fleck he smokes too much <laughs> don't be a smoker like arthur fleck there you go well, my movie, the last movie that I would recommend for, for the weekend, it would be The Call of the Wild. Um, man, The Call of the Wild was fun. Uh, more, more than anything, I, I'm a big animal lover. I love dogs. Um, and I was kind of excited to see um, this movie. I had seen, the, I, I don't know if you have the Disney Channel or the Disney Plus um, application, um, but there's a similar movie that's called Togo. And uh, it's one of those, you know, movies you know about dogs and you know you know miracles happen and things stuff like that so i think harrison ford on you know being on it i mean it just made it pretty well but uh, he's a well-known name yeah he brings a lot to the the story i hope oh yeah yeah especially haven't seen it yeah especially on like on the second half of the third act i I should say but uh call of the wild i mean it's just about this dog um pretty big strong you know dog he a cross breed between a saint bernard and a scotch collie Right, so pretty much the synopsis is he gets stolen, um, you know, he gets, I guess, kidnapped. <laughs> uh, he's taken to uh, be a dog sled, um, sled dog, I should say, sorry. And um, he becomes, you know, the leader of the pack through a bunch of things. And then um, he goes through many owners. I think he goes through three or four different owners before Harrison Ford, I believe. Um, and then he stays with uh, Harrison Ford before he actually goes on his own. He actually finds his home at the end. So that's kind of like the whole story. He goes through so many owners. He helps his, you know, his pack, you know, along the way. And, um, yeah, just one of those, you know, you know, good field movies. I mean, it's not that, you know, big so of a thing. So this is but an underdog movie. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's more, it's, the story's about the dog, you know, finding his, you know, finding his way and finding his home. I mean, uh, he kind of had to, you know, he has to learn discipline when he's, you know, with the pack, um, and yeah it's i mean it's 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 just just because i love dogs you know i just you know i would recommend watching it but so togo disney plus if you have disney plus um call of the wild if you want to maybe don't want to see it in the theaters you know i would probably recommend you know when that comes out on Redbox, definitely that's you know one of those you know it's family friendly as well so uh nothing too um edgy i guess so sounds like a good film i want to see it yeah yeah it's all right yeah i liked it so so anything else, Jacob, that you have for us? So Joker, 1917, Call of the Wild, and The Invisible Man. So The Invisible Man, it's making a lot of, uh, actually, headlines. So a lot of people are talking about it. So 
I recommend watching that in the theater if you have. I mean, it just kind of makes the experience you know, a little bit better. I want to jump. Am I going to jump? Oh, yeah. Big Good. time. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, I think on the first three minutes of the movie, it and made me jump. Don't bore it made me. me jump. Uh, give me, me a jump. good story yeah. and uh, and set me up to to uh, to jump and get into the movie, man. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Again, thank you, Jacob. He's our expert. You're welcome. Uh, for flicks, chick flicks, and pretty, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyhow, so thank you, Jacob, for being with us today. Uh, we hope to you know hear from you soon, man. Gladly, glad to be here.